Welcome to the Launch Strategist Podcast with your host, Katrina Douglas, author, trainer, and launch strategist for corporate leaders, helping you launch projects that light you up, make money, and get you closer to the goals that matter. Hello and welcome to this week's Lunchtime Launch Tips. Many of you already know, but for those of you who don't, my name is Katrina Douglas. I am a launch strategist. I help professionals and corporate leaders launch sustainable projects that light them up and lead to long-term commercial growth. So welcome to this week's Lunchtime Launch Tips. Those of you who will be catching the replay and those of you who will be watching live. Um, So I'm continuing my series Underground Marketing Strategies. We are on part four. So over the last four weeks, I've been talking about marketing strategies, sustainable marketing approaches um, that you might not commonly hear about on social media and really bringing some useful strategies and insights that I feel are going to help you launch and promote and build lasting, sustainable products. So let's jump straight into it. Now, I'm going to speak about pricing, a really important topic, a topic that a lot of people struggle with. So pricing, I'm going to speak about firstly, what are some common things around pricing that I think are myths and well, not so much myths, but that I'm not actually, I don't actually agree with. So I'm going to speak about some common myths. Then I'm going to speak about some pricing strategies that I do think you should be thinking about. And then lastly, I'm going to speak about my pricing strategy for the upcoming legacy conference. So actually this one, this live might be a slightly longer live than I usually have, probably going to last more than 10 to 15 minutes, but let's get into it because I think it's an important topic. So the first thing is pricing. What are some common things that you hear around pricing that I I don't necessarily agree with? Now, number one is benchmarking. So a lot of people will say, you know, look at what's being charged in the marketplace and then charge that. Now, if you are offering a commoditized product, so this is something that doesn't change. So for example, if you're selling an apple and someone else is um, selling an apple, absolutely you have to look at what's in the market. But the thing is, most of us are not selling commoditized goods and services. Even if, say, you do have an apple, you're maybe selling a toffee apple, or you might have a uh, marketing service, but that's embellished. That's We add value to that with our unique elements. So actually, you're not comparing like for like. So it's no point, for example, with launch strategy. I didn't benchmark at all because actually, yes, there's other marketing strategies. Yes, there's other marketing people. But what I'm offering and my value, what I know I bring into the table cannot be compared to anybody else. And it's the same with you. So unless you are selling a commoditized good, so something that is identical to someone else's offering, then you should not be benchmarking. Even then, it's not always a must. For example, mulberry sell bags. Primark sell bags. Mulberry was not benchmarking when they decided to charge £700 for a bag. They said to themselves, okay, what is the value that we are offering to the market? And what do we think our product is worth? And that's how they price their product. So I'm not saying what benchmarking should never be done, but you should never, your first point of call when you're pricing should never be what is the competition pricing? Because actually that has 
very little bearing on the the value that you are bringing to the table. I don't want to miss anything. So I'm actually going to look at my notes to make sure I haven't missed anything on that. Okay. The next thing is charge what you're worth. Now, I get what people are saying when they say that. But when you start saying charge what you're worth, you make your pricing about you. It's not about you. It's about the transformation that you are providing. So you need to price according to the transformation. Because when you say charge what you worth, you imply that someone that charges, say, £10 for their product is worth more than someone that charges £100. That's not the case. It has nothing to do with worth. It's about market positioning and where you want to be positioned in the marketplace. So it's not about what you're worth. I get why people say that. And I get a lot of times people say that because people do undercharge because it's a confidence thing. And I'm not discrediting that, but it's never about what you're worth. It's always about your positioning, where you want to be positioned in the, in the market and what transformation you are delivering for the client. Because I am not worth the same to every potential person. Do you know what I mean? It's like for some people, my value to their business is going to be less to their others. It's not personal. And I think we have to stop making pricing personal. It's not personal. It's a business decision that needs to be based objectively and based objectively on the value that you actually offer and the trans transformation that you can provide. OK, so those are my three points on common myths that I'm not entirely not myths. They're not myths because some they do have some validity, but things that I don't necessarily agree with. So number one, benchmarking. You know, you don't have to look at the competition and what the competition is charging before you charge what you want to charge. Number two, it's not about your worth. Don't charge your worth. It's about where you want to be positioned in the market, because actually what you charge is nothing or very little to do with your worth. I get the point. It's about confidence and being confident to charge what that that the value of what you're offering. But it's not about worth. And number three, don't make it personal. You know, sometimes we, we don't want to charge what we what we want to charge because we think people are going to think we're too expensive or, you know, People, other people aren't charging that. And we make it personal. And pricing isn't personal. It's a business decision. So those are the three things that I feel like are commonly spoken about on the internet and social media about pricing that I really don't buy into. Okay. So my second points on this are what pricing strategies then should you be thinking about? So the first one is think about your positioning. So you have to think about where do you want to be positioned in the marketplace? Do you want to be perceived as a high quality brand, a lower brand that is accessible to many people or mid range? And that should dictate your pricing because pricing, it's not just about the monetary amount. But when you give a price, there are certain preconceived ideas that people have. So if you are priced low, lower than other people or just low in general, People are going to assume you're not necessarily as good. OK, you might be more accessible and that's fine because sometimes it's right for you to have a lower price point. It's right. There's no right or wrong in this. And, you know, I often hear people say, you know, price higher charge. You know, that's not always the right thing. Sometimes you need to be priced at the bottom or you need to have an, an offering there. But know that if you are priced there, there's certain connotations. There's no right or wrong. There's place for, there's place for any every product in the marketplace. OK, 
equally, if you are putting your heart and soul into an offering, if you know that it's costing you a lot of money to, to deliver a product or service, then that needs to be reflected in the pricing. So you always have to think about, okay, where do I want to be positioned in the marketplace? How do I want to be perceived? Because pricing is as much about branding as it is about monetary value. So you first have to think about where do you want to be positioned in the marketplace. The second thing is hold your position. What happens is when we, we hit an economy like this, and those of us that have slightly higher priced products and services, the first thing that people want to do is discount and slash pricing. Don't do it. I'm not saying never discount, but do it strategically. I can't go into the ins and outs of that. So for now, I'm just going to say hold your position. If you have decided that you are a higher quality brand and you you know what you have to invest to deliver that level of service, do not slash your prices because we have hit a recession. Because in any economy, there will be people that will see the value in your goods and there will be people that will have money to pay for it. So don't immediately rush to discounting when we hit these times. I can assure you, Mulberry, who charge £700 and more for a bag, will not be slashing their prices because we have hit a deep recession, okay? It means that you have to be more strategic. It means you have to be more intentional, but hold your position because this is about branding. This is about position. This is about where you are positioning your products and service in the marketplace. And when you slash your prices, not only is it does it have a negative impact on your business sometimes, but it can have a negative impact on your whole industry. Um, because if everybody um, slashes their prices, it erodes the value in an industry. So I'm not saying that you should never do it. Sometimes it's a lazy strategy or it's a, it's a fear-based strategy. So that should not be your, your port of call, your, your first point of call. So hold your position. Third point, think about what you want to be paid. And actually, my good friend who actually was on this might still be on this. So Raul actually raised this point with me actually this week. And you have to think about what you want to be paid. And what she said, I'm going to totally borrow her point, is that a lot of times we say we don't know what we want to be paid. But yet when someone says, OK, charge this, if it feels wrong in our gut, we know that. So you have to think about what do you actually want to be paid? Now, I can give you the example of Legacy. Legacy is a high ticket event. I'm going to talk about my pricing strategy for that um, in a minute. But Legacy is a high ticket priced event. I knew, aside from the fact that I know I can deliver a strong return on investment for what the ticket price is, I knew in my heart and soul that I could not charge less than 497 for that ticket because I I couldn't, it, I just couldn't, it can't compute in my head. Knowing what I pour into the event, knowing the value it delivers, it could not compute. And so you have to ask yourself, third point, what do you want to be paid? And that's what should dictate your decision. So those three points, again, number one, where do you want to be positioned in the marketplace? Number two, hold your position once you have decided. And number three, what do you want to be paid? Okay, three key points. 
Now let's talk about legacy. Let's talk about legacy. So for those of you that don't know, legacy is my annual event. I, it's literally my signature thing each year. It's a tribute to my grandmother. Literally, it's my encore. Um, pour everything into it. And it's two days with a select group of people. It's a very intimate high-end event where we literally build out your launch strategy. So day one, we have a number of speakers that speak about various things relating to launching a legacy-driven project, a sustainable project, one that is not just about what you want to launch today and keep for the next year, but literally, what are you building for the next five, 10 years? Those are the types of projects we work on at Legacy. And day two, you have a whole strategy day with me, which we go hard. It's a mastermind, it's intense, but it's fun and it's rewarding at some points in but it's my thing and that's taking place on the 17th and 18th of November. Now the thing about legacy number one is it's in person because there are some things that we cannot do unless we're face to face. We need I felt like we needed to be face to face for this. So it's a very intimate event no more than 15 people and it has a high ticket price so literally I'm literally for a lot of people it's like you're completely going on the, against the grain. One, you're having an in-person event when no one is having an in-person event. And number two, you're having a high ticket in-person event where that four, the ticket price is 497 and when we've just hit a deep recession. Some people might say, why are you doing that? Why are you pricing, charging what you're pricing? And I, will, I'm, I always, always practice what I preach. And so the reason I'm charging that is one, I know I can deliver a return on investment. And I feel like you always have to sow before you reap. So I will never, ever ask people to pay more than I can deliver on. And I know for a fact that the people that spend those two days in the room with me and the other people that I'm bringing, it is going to be a complete game changer. And I know they will be seeing a return for years to come. So I will confidently charge £497 and say that that is a reasonable price. Number two. That is where I want to be positioned in the marketplace. For me, I couldn't see anything where it was intimate, it was high end, there was a gap in the marketplace. And that's where I wanted to fill that gap. I wanted it to be intimate. I didn't want it to be this big, massive event. I wanted it to be intimate. I wanted it to be quality. So there was nothing in that space. And I wanted to fill that space. And I think thirdly, I think that your level of income will never supersede your personal development. And what I mean by that is, if you say that you want to have a certain business of a certain caliber earn a certain amount, you have to be at a point where not only can you do you have the skill set to be able to build that and to launch that, but also to manage that because it's a very different mindset, a very, very different mindset. And like I always say, you have to sow before you reap. And so the reason that I price and what I charge, what I charge for legacy is for all of the reasons I've spoken about in this episode. All my thinking around pricing, pricing strategy, like I said, I will always practice what I preach. And so that's why legacy is 497, because I know there's some people that will say, wow, 497 for an in-person event right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I know what that transformation is going to bring. So. 
if you want to be in the room with me, there are a few spaces left. Like I said, there's not going to be more than 15 of us in the room. Very, very high-end event, very intimate event. Lunch and everything is included. Some of us are staying over in central London as well that night. So it's just going to be amazing. Not too many people. Social distancing, like we are not taking anything lightly. Um, and so working very closely with the venue on social distancing, all of that good stuff but it's going to be an amazing two days and i think the event is necessary for the times that we find ourselves in because literally this is uncharted territory um so i think it's very very necessary so if you want to be in the room with me um legacyconference.com there is a payment plan there is a two-part payment plan so you don't have to pay that all in one goal so if you want to be in the room let me know some of you may recall that I said that you have to charge according to the transformation. Okay, let me explain what I mean by that. So, for example, the transformation that I am providing with legacy is when people come into the room, they are at point A. So you may have a project idea. You may have launched something in the past and it didn't go as well as you wanted it to. So you're at the point where you want to launch something new. You don't necessarily know how to do that or you have an idea, but you want to make sure that your project is going to stand the best chance of success possible. So this is point A. The transformation I am bringing you to is the point that by the end of the two days, you are going to have a strategy, a full blown strategy. So you're going to know what your goals and purposes are. You're going to know who you need on your A team, what skills you need. You're going to know the process, what processes you need to have in place. You're going to need to, you're going to know exactly what your product is, what the pricing is. You're going to know exactly how you're going to sell it. You're going to know exactly how you're going, you're going to have a plan for profit. So by the time you leave, you're going to have a sustainable business model and launch strategy. So the transformation is I'm taking you from A, not having a plan, not having a strategy, not being clear on exactly how you make your project a reality to being 100% clear and having a detailed plan plus the support you need to make it happen. OK, so how do what how what is that worth? That is worth way more than £497, because if you don't have that, chances are you're not necessarily, you're, it's going to be harder for you. It's going to take you longer. You're going to make mistakes that you could have avoided. Also, I know that you're going to make a lot more than £497 from your business based on that plan. So I can confidently charge that because I know the return is going to be infinitely more than that based on the transformation. So thank you for asking that question. That's what I mean by the transformation. So you have to ask yourself, when you're pricing, what is the transformation? When they come to you, where is point A? When they finish working with you, finish utilizing your service, finish using your product, where are they going to be? And what is that worth? Okay, so that's what I mean by you don't charge by your personal worth. It's not about you. Whether you charge £10 or £100, you're still amazing and you're still worth a million bucks, infinitely. You're priceless. So let's not talk about worth. It's not about that. It's about the transformation that you deliver. Great. Well, like I said, if you want to come to Legacy, legacyconference.com. Also, I'm hosting a webinar on it's time to called It's Time to Launch, just really giving you a taste of how you, you begin. If you're thinking about a project, I will pop a link to that in the comments afterwards. But thank you so much for joining me live. Um, and I hope to speak to you soon. So same time next week, 1pm, um, lunchtime launch tips every Wednesday. 
at 1 p.m. And in the interim, if you do have any questions or comments, pop them in the comment box or DM me. I will always, always get back to you. Have an amazing rest of the week and we will absolutely speak soon. Bye-bye.